This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornesters beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket fm.com all right we're back again this is the drive on 93.7 the ticket with ad and raft we're proudly sponsored by sand hills global sand hills global is looking to fill hundreds of new opportunities in sales traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the global headquarters in Lincoln. So apply today at sandhills.jobs. I got a quick question, man. You know, I just made some more coffee. Why do I only give you one regular coffee, you know, as options in your room, man? I mean, you got a big old hotel supply thing back there. This room is bigger than I There's parts of this room I haven't even seen yet. They, but they're going to give you just one regular coffee. They got eight, like, decaffeinated. I mean, it's all good. I mean, I made it. It's all good. But that's I got, I got two Columbia Select medium roasts and one just a decaf. How about that? And you don't even drink coffee. Nope, I don't. You want mine, AD? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how far is Paducah from St. Louis? Three? Uh, three hours. You just might drive it over. Hours. Drive it over to you. Yeah, come on up, man. See you about noon. <laughs> All right, sounds good. <laughs> man, I wish I was in a hotel room. What's going on? No, Nick. I'm gonna <laughs> tell you, man. You do this life long enough, man. You look around here, just like you know. Think about this room here. It's huge, but it's dark because I'm like in the inner enclave of the hotel. <laughs> And so, also, if I look out my window, all I see is, I mean, it's all the way up. I mean, it's just straight up. And the sun's out. But it's like, man, it's, it's just it's just weird. I, I will say this. It was good yeah. for sleep because, dude, mm-hmm. uh, it was 6 o'clock this morning, I think, when alarms went off. Dude, it looked like it was, like, midnight because there's no light that comes down yep. through that whole middle conclave area. But nevertheless, man, look at brother. Come on, hotels. We got to do better than this. You're a Marriott. Raph's, Raph's got a nice little accent light on the lamp behind him. Um, oh, yeah. A nice little, nice little lighting there in, in Paducah. So. Nice yeah. little ambiance. Well, I, uh, I had to work in Omaha this weekend, and I stayed at that new Holiday, Holiday Inn Express down to, like, 24th and Barnum in Omaha. Mm. And I don't know if I was the first person that had ever stayed in the room or not, 
but they, they didn't use the level on the shower. So, so the sliding glass door went shut. Are so you shut serious? Oh, it was it was nuts. So I shut the door and it opened back up. Shut the door. So finally, <laughs> I just made the business decision and just left the door open. Like, whatever, guys. Did it get everything yeah. soaking wet? It wasn't too bad. I aimed the water kind of okay. away from the door. But right. it, I mean, it got a little a little misty, but. I was laughing. I was like, you think the construction people, that'd be one of the final yeah. things they check, you know, to make sure the doors were level. So. Uh, guys, this weekend, you, I mean, I told you this. I was playing in a golf scramble. Yeah. Oh, did you win? We played the worst golf of our lives. We have not we, no. we, had, we had not golfed in, in probably two and a half months or so ever since our golf league stopped. Oh, and we've been, we've been playing slow pitch softball three or four times a week. And so our swings are completely jacked up. Oh, and yeah. my best shot was from probably about 85 yards out. I stuck it to within three feet for a birdie putt. And that was my best shot. I, I didn't get anywhere closer on the green from I, I, every other shot I hit on the green probably was outside of maybe 15 feet. I mean, it was oh, wow. it was bad. It was two or three putts. Just to give you guys a glimpse, we double bogeyed our first hole. In a four man scramble. It's a it's a straight it's a straightaway par four. And the, the scramble started at eight o'clock. Scramble started at eight o'clock. We had gotten a couple beverages already in us, but we were fine. We were getting loosened up. And it's a straightaway par four, and it's our first hole. And we're like, ah, straightaway par four. It's we're gonna have no problem with this. This whole one we tee off on number one. We, we teed off on number eighteen and, and at Woodland Hills. Oh, hole, yeah. hole, 18, hole, hole 18 yeah. is a straightaway par four. Anyway, yep. I, I hit first because I don't hit very far. I, I just try to get in the fairway. So I hit my four iron off the tee probably about uh, – I chunked it a little bit, so it probably only went about 215 yards. And I, we had to take my drive on the left side of the fairway. Oh, that's an awfully good chunk for 215, brother. My four iron, normally that like my four iron usually goes about 240. But my but my drive my drives only go about 265. So um so I hit my four iron just to give us something in the fairway. And we because we have the big hitters with their with their drivers behind me. And they mm-hmm. all went right. We had to take my shot. So we had about a 215-yard shot into uh, the green, and we hit in the bunker, and that was our shot. We, had, we double bogeyed hole 18. Oh, it was horrible. Worst, worst round of our lives. You know what, man? When you start playing like that early, you just simply say, we're just going to chalk this up and have fun, man. And that's what we did. And that's, that's what we did, surprisingly. And we, we finished six, technically we finished six under after that hole, but we finished the there day four go. under. There you go. There you go. That's respectable. Yeah, That's it, was, respectable. it was rough. But anyway, so back to back to football. Well, here's what I want to say real quick about football. Because, you know, speaking of golf, I'll say this. This is the least amount of golf that I've played in probably yeah. five years, if not longer. It is, I suck. It is what it is. I just yeah. roll with it at this point. You know, I don't know when the next time I'll play golf. And it's been, I think, two weeks today, Raph, we played me, you, Frazier, and Steve Taylor. And who knows when I'll play again. Jeez. Who knows? Yeah. But, you know, I want, I want to say this on the on – the, um, um, the Chiefs game. I did not see the Chiefs losing to the Colts. And the Chiefs right now seem like, man, there's some, I don't know, undisciplined. Because it was, it was. first of all, I thought that call at the end of the game was total bull. I mean, unless he said something to the ref, because there was no pushing that went on. You know, I didn't see him. I didn't see uh, 95. What's 95's name for the Chiefs? Their veteran defense, defense tackle. Ooh. Chris Jones. Yeah, Chris, Chris Jones. Jones. 
And he, he took ownership. I was reading that last night, Nick. If you haven't seen that, take a look. He goes, look, you know what? He goes, I'm a veteran. I know better. He goes, I didn't do anything um, physically. He goes, but obviously I, I was running my mouth and I shouldn't have. He goes, I got to do better than I got to know better. He goes, but it was surprising to me that that I got the you know, penalty. It just wasn't just something that was let done. So I don't know what happened there. Uh, who knows? But regardless, I didn't think it should even came down to that because I thought the Chiefs were probably at least, I don't know what the favorites going in, but I thought they were win by at least, you know, I was thinking 10 to 14 that game. Yeah, I think the Chiefs were were a five and a half point favorite going into okay. that game, if I can remember, remember correctly. But the, the Colts are interesting because from, from an organization standpoint, they they have a, a pretty good defense, right? They have a they have a pretty strong defense. They added Stephon Gilmore mm-hmm. in the off season, which was a big addition for for the Colts. But then offensively, you have Matt Ryan, who I actually think is a step down from Carson Wentz. I don't know about you guys, I think Matt Ryan, and for where they're at in their games is or in their career, is a step down from Carson Wentz. Uh, but either way, you have Matt Ryan, you have Jonathan Taylor, who might be the best running back in the NFL. But mm-hmm. I think the key is Michael Pittman as the yeah. wide receiver. They didn't have him last week mm-hmm. against the Jaguars. They got him back, and it opens up their offense, right? We saw it last week against the Jaguars. When Pittman's not in the game, they do not know where to throw the ball to. They try to dump it off to Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, love him to death, man, but he is just not a receiving back. He needs to be running through tacklers and just getting first downs on the ground. Um, mm-hmm. But they they can't make Jonathan Taylor – a Christian McCaffrey. They they can't do that. And and that's what yeah. they have to do or that's what they try to do when they uh when they don't have Michael Pittman on the perimeter. Well CJ goes, I don't know the goal line shovel pass is highly underrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought I got I got on both sides of me, my neighbor to the left across the street. Yep. Uh, Adam, he's a huge Colts fan has been for years. My neighbor to the right of course as you know is Eric Fuentes. He's a huge Chiefs fan. So I was thinking Hope I ain't got to break up no fights. Good thing I'm flying out, man, because yeah, I, I didn't I, I didn't expect to see that coming, man. I didn't I'll, expect to see that I, coming. I mean, speaking of the Jaguars, how about the Jags? Yeah, they, they beat they 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 beat the brakes off of uh, off of Los Angeles this weekend. Thirty-one to ten. Thirty-one to ten, and that's why you know what Urban Meyer leaves, and all of a sudden they're successful. He, players aren't getting kicked. Yes. Assistant oh, coaches he, aren't assistant coaches aren't being cussed out. Oh, you don't see things change, man. <laughs> there he goes, right there. Yep. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, um, did you guys see um who is the only team in the AFC West to win this weekend? Who? Help me out. The Denver football. Tune it up. I'm trying. I'm trying AD. I'm trying AD. It's it's loaded. I'm trying. I already knew where this bull crap was going, man. I, I, I knew so too. Um. Yeah, it looks like we're having a little. I was bit waiting of... all day. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Yeah, about we're it. we're gonna forget about that. But uh, speaking speaking play. of a shovel pass though, Russell Russell Wilson did have a shovel pass yesterday. Yes, yes. That's what CJ was talking about. That's what CJ was saying to the text line. He was, what about the shovel pass? Twenty two yards later. Yeah. Okay. So this is a very. Uh, this seems to be. Oh, I don't want to say it. It's, it seems like to be a hot hot button for a lot of folks in Nebraska. Adrian Martinez, 21 for 34, 234 yards passing, 21 for 148 yards rushing to 50 yard, 55 yards long. Folks, it was third and 16, and my man rolled out. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say about Adrian Martinez. Well done, young man. Because I'm going to tell you what, folks. I'm, I'm just going to say this. 
Uh, I don't. It's the first time I brought it up. I mean, some people. Well, he did this. He did that. Look, I'm looking at a college young man that figured to do the best for his situation. I ain't got enough but respect for the guy. No difference that I have respect for um, of the players who came here to Nebraska because they wanted a better situation for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of the transfer portal. You can't say I don't like that, but I like this. You know, the reality is this: Adrian, not getting to what he did or didn't do, but I'm going to say what he did do. Every game, no matter what, that dude was in front of that microphone answering questions with decorum and with class. I, I got nothing but respect for the kid. Yeah. You know, like I said, he felt that was a be- better situation to go there. You look at things in hindsight right now, it was probably the best situation for him to do. I know he didn't look good against Tulane at all. The first two games, he didn't look all that, you know. Yeah. But I tell you what, when the lights when the lights were on, they were bright. I mean, regardless of what happens from here on down the road, the kid had a heck of a game in Norman, Oklahoma. And I was just glad to see the kid do well. Because at the end of the day, man, that's my thing. I, I just want to see kids do well where they're at. Um, uh, he, had to do, he got the game one. And Thomas Lincoln says, Adrian Martinez is still overrated. <laughs> oh, come on, Thomas. T-Money, come on, man. He only knows how to use his legs and not much his arm. And he's a QB. You know what? I'm not going to get into the he's overrated. All I know is he beat this. I don't know, but he beat Oklahoma that night. I don't know. Well, well, <laughs> listen to the stat line, guys. 21 of 34 for 234 yards passing and a touchdown. 21 carries for 148 yards and four rushing touchdowns. Now – Here's what I'll say. First of all, Chris Kleiman just gets the dang job done. Chris Terrell Farley says, boo. Chris Kleiman just gets the hey. job done. Hey, dude, I ain't got enough respect for the cat. That man had to do what was best for him. And like I said, I ain't going to put my nose in somebody else's business, what they yeah. should or should do with their college career, man. He had to do what he had. Thing is about it, Casey Thomas is our quarterback. That's why I stick with Mickey. Yeah. Mickey's our coach, but. You know, there's been a lot of folks talking about him. It's like, hey, that man did what he had to do was best for him, man. And the reality is this, man. They won. And I, at the beginning of the year, I I said, I go, when he goes to Kansas State, they have a decent offensive line. They have good coaching. He's going to have a, he'll, he'll have a productive year. I had no doubt about that. That, the game against Oklahoma, I think the first thing I texted you guys was, it doesn't surprise me one bit because he has those capabilities the problem was, was I mean, call a spade a spade, but the coaching that he received, the I mean, his freshman year, I was thinking Heisman because he was that good, and he regressed. And yeah. you've got to look at you've got to look at the coaching. I just don't think he was coached the way he should have been, and the situations he was put in were not were not the correct ones for him. So when he went to Kansas State, I was like, yeah. man, he's walking into a good situation. And he's he's had a good year, you know. He had a you know the downfall against Tulane wasn't too flashy the the first couple games, but this is about what I expected him to have for this year. So well, I, sometimes, I, go ahead. Go ahead I, I, I think ahead, I, I think a big thing that you have to remember is in a in a program like Kansas State, there's a lot less pressure. I think that's a, a big thing, right? There's a lot less pressure to win. the The ceiling at Kansas State, the ceiling is nine or ten wins, right? And they they love Chris Kleiman because he gets them at that eight, nine mark every single year. He just gets the job done. He beats a couple top 25 teams, the teams that they're not supposed to beat, and he just does the, it, that. He just gets the job done. He figures out a way. But going into the season, we always talked about when, we, when discussing Adrian Martinez, was he's not going to have to do everything. 
He's not going mm-hmm. to have to. He is, he's not going to have to. Like Thomas and Lincoln says, so, you know, stuff about his, his arm being overrated and all that, um, or, or just Adrian Martinez in general being overrated. I, I think that it's not necessarily that he's overrated. It's that nowadays he doesn't have to try and, and do everything for the program, or he's not asked to do everything because he walked into a situation with a top five running back in the in not only the Big 12, but possibly the country in Deuce Vaughn. And you have Knowles on the perimeter, and you have a, a good offensive line. And we saw it this weekend where, yes, in previous weeks he did not play well, especially throwing the ball. But when he's ne- when it's needed, he's able to take a game over, and he is a he is that type of player. He's he has that ability. I thought his signature play, Nick, is spot on was the uh, the third and sixteen where yep. you think about it, he was out running dudes from OU, and them brothers can run yep. flat out run. And Adrian just can't click over his business. But you know, here's the reality. All I want to say about that, and I'm kind of done talking about it. Hey, D, I, I'm actually impressed with you this morning because you congratulated him because. Aren't you the guy that just cannot stand Kansas State and their fans don't go to games? And No, well, I almost went to school there. Yeah, I almost went to school to K-State. No, the only team I don't go for, you know, I can't root for, you know who that team is. And I'm actually in that state right now. So (laughs) (laughs) I can't, I can't, you know, when teams talk trash who have empty trophy cases, I'm looking at you like, dude, what are you talking about? You know, but never mind getting into that. I'll say this, though. Sometimes we all need a fresh start. Age, you got a fresh start. I applaud the young man. Well done. Other college football news, fellas. Okay, yesterday's game, okay, Clemson over Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. Their quarterback, I can't pronounce his last name, Nick. You oh, help me out. Yeah, DJ, DJ. Uyunglele. And, guys, I have something to add. DJ to- Ugly. That's like yeah. a rap name, DJ Ugly. DJ Uyunglele. <laughs> but, okay, so actually, guys, I'm glad you brought this up because I have a, a little bit of an NIL thing to discuss that I noticed over the weekend featuring a Dr. Pepper commercial. Now you would remember you would remember that DJ Uyunglele was the spokesperson for Dr. Pepper. Yes. And yes. we've always talked about how if you don't res- have results on the field, businesses have no problem dropping you. We have to take we a break. Had, we we have, had 375 yeah. yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> so we, we have to take a break, but let's get to this on the other side because there's a there's an interesting Definitely. conversation to be had. Um, regarding Clemson and NIL here. Love it. How you want it, Jake? Open casket? How you want it, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll throw it to break. This is The Drive, 93.7 The Ticket. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. 